Hello everyone, before this week's episode begins, I would like to say that this episode is brought to you by Release Fishing Apparel. They have quality fishing apparel for a reasonable price. Now, I know we're starting to get closer to the more reasonable weather in Florida, relatively speaking. A lot of the weather recently is very hot, but we're going to start getting to the cooler seasons. I know I had a cooler day just this last week, and actually I just bought a brand new performance jacket from Release, and I can tell you that jacket made a difference in my day. In the morning, it was ridiculously cold, and I can tell you, I don't. My car heater doesn't work, and it's it's not a good feeling when you're freezing cold. I, I For a long period of time last year, I actually had to bring a blanket with me in my car on the way to school because it was so cold and my heater didn't work. Now, I can tell you right now, a performance jacket will change that, and I wish I had the foresight last year to realize, oh, you know, if I just would get a jacket a lot of this could change. So I, I highly recommend it. You can check them out on the release website, www.releasefishingapparel. They also have an Instagram at, um, at releasefishingapparel on Instagram. They're, it's a pretty cool page. They don't follow me back on my main account. I'm calling them out right now and I don't, re- I don't really appreciate that, but you know, there's not much I can do about that. Anyways, now that's all out of the way, I'd like to introduce this week's guest. He's an aspiring musician, Bryant Pays. He's been performing in theater since he was young and he's, Looking to pursue a mu- music career in college. Let's go. Thank you so much for having me. Let's of course, of course. So, have you done anything musical in the last week? I know you're sitting here with your keyboard yeah, and all that Um, I love this baby. Akai and PK Mini Pro sponsor me in the future. But play for my college. But basically, yeah, I went to Sam Ash last week. And, uh, damn, I realized I'm broke. That's kind of sad. But that's what Sam Ash does. That's what to Sam you. Ash it, does to it, a man. It, that's, what, it, that's what zero money does to an MFR. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go, <laughs> you go in there to the acoustic section. You're like, you point at the wall. You're like, oh, can I play that one right there? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And take it down. You start playing. It just sounds so good compared to what you're used to. And you're like, man, I am never gonna be able to afford this. Yeah, I, I went to, um, I went to the keyboard section, like what I've got here, because I, um, I love playing keys. I, I'm a classical pianist, actually. A little fact about me: I learned music classically on piano, and um, I kind of infused my sort of beat making situation into it where I, I i love making stuff like that um and i went over to the keyboard section and yeah i i i need to save money because yeah you know some some key my keyboard at home doesn't work this the volume button doesn't work so i have to plug it into a guitar amp actually and um as you can see you guys won't be able to see this but in front of me i have my beat making thing it's uh it's got two octaves, total of 16 notes and uh, eight pads compared to the 72 key, um, you know, like 40 pad stuff yeah, that was yeah. there. It made me really sad, actually. I, I cried a little in all honesty. No, I'm just about to, I, um, no, You're crying was, the I, little Sam Ash down Yeah, bad. yeah, there was, there was this guy there, right? And he was, he worked there and you, you know some people you just don't like when you look at them. Yeah. This guy walks over to me and uh, I was there with my friend Logan and this guy walks over to us, and he just kind of, like, stared at us playing. And, and I immediately, like, looked at him, and I gave him the side eye, and I was like, dude, can you leave me alone? Like, I really don't like you. And, of course, Logan and I are, like, two idiots, so we'll we'll put the looper on, and you'll just got, like, the... And, um... Wow, wow, I'm And this guy's just looking at Logan and I being idiots on on the two thousand dollar keyboard with the with the with the bad plus that's loudest volume loudest bass possible it's it's so fun it's 
it's such a such Sam a Ash. It's like a day trip when you go there. Like, Dude, if you go to Sam Ash and don't expect to spend at least four hours there, like, don't don't go. You don't just go there for like a pack of guitar strings. You and you play at least four instruments while well, you're there. The and not even guitar is, strings, is any like miscellaneous item you yeah, need. Yeah, yeah. The the funny thing is, is Logan and I went there to buy picks, <laughs> and and we spent an upwards of two hours there. And, and, and we talked to, I think we talked to at least every worker there just about music because they, this is going to sound kind of bad, but I think every person who works at, if you work at Sam Ash, you're either, I'm sorry, you're either a stoner who loves playing music or you are 40 years old and couldn't make it in that band that you tried to start in high school and you were like, I'm going to work at Sam Ash. Because everyone there... Like, Sam Ash on trial right now, right? Sam, All right. I'm kind of coming for Sam Ash, but if Sam Ash wants to sponsor this episode, Sam Ash... If Sam Ash would sponsor one of my episodes, I could die happy. Samantha Ash sponsored this episode. <laughs> Samantha, Samantha Ash. Ash. Yeah, I, I love Sam Ash, though. I used to go with my dad a lot. Love my dad. Shout out to my dad. Dad, if you want to sponsor this episode, don't. <laughs> I'm taking all sponsorships right now. I'm taking everything, so unless you're like a sex toy company maybe <laughs> maybe not but epstein do not sponsor this episode yeah, epstein, epstein's long gone now i don't think we yeah, necessarily don't have, have to worry about that, that. But, but, but yeah i love sam ash sam ash is kind of nostalgic for me in a weird sense because like the going to the drum section and not knowing mm-hmm. anything and just banging on the drums you know no. getting told to stop playing yeah i'm a little curious speaking of getting told to stop playing if you were to play like stairway or smoke on the water on guitar there yeah they'll, they'll I, drag uh, you out by force i'm just curious is there anything like that for piano oh my god i was just about to pull it up give me one second so as some of you might know there's a song entitled heart and soul and it goes a little bit like this like he's got to fix his audio here, yeah guys, yeah so. there's a there you go i had to so basically what what I, okay i'm just gonna explain this while i'm doing it because it's kind of funny um i play on an akai pro with which is connected to ableton and ableton is essentially like the best music okay yeah ableton is basically the best thing for music making right now logic pro is up there but heart and soul goes a little bit like this You know that does that sound anything anything familiar? Uh, I don't know. I don't really. But I, I was gonna try getting the piano a little bit ago, yeah. but I one instrument or technically two because I have a bass. It's too much for me to manage. Yeah, I feel like everyone knows this. Yeah, so that's one of the big stereotypes. That, yeah, don't play that. Yeah. Don't play your your uh, chord progression. Playing with the mic in front of me is weird. But uh, yeah, yeah, you don't want to play Heart and Soul because one, you're going to look like an idiot because it's a duet, actually. I just played the the, the uh, note part. But also you're going to look like an idiot because you're in Sam Ash playing the song that everyone kind of learns when they mm-hmm. are three years old and their mom buys them that little... Did you have a cat piano? I had a, I had a piano that was I, shaped like a cat. I went to the Y years ago and they had a, <laughs> had a cat piano there. I know about that. The cat piano is one of the greatest instruments to face this side of the planet. Um, I think uh, undisputed, yeah. Undisputed. I don't even think it's undisputed because I think like you can't really dispute it at all, which is what undisputed. I think means. every man it. has either one owned a cat piano, has played a cat yeah. piano, or should 
Should, oh, should. Cat, yeah, they're 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 shaped like a cat, and the cat is smiling, and the teeth are the notes, which is not optimal for playing because. You go to a concert and you see him playing that. <laughs> well, cat it, piano. Actually, it sounds like a synth. It sounds really cool, actually. I I I th- I think it's actually. I've seen some songs played on there, like legitimate songs played on there. Um, and by legitimate, legitimate is another way to say classical. Um, mm. Just for context of everyone listening, I've seen some pretty crazy stuff on there. But the cat piano, the, the, his smile are the notes, and smiles are naturally curved. So it's orange too. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's orange. It's, a... it's orange and purple, and um, every single time you press a note, it goes meow, 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 meow. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like it's like not preferred to play i mean it's the kind of deal if you go into a guitar store and you start say you go to guitar center right, right. and you start playing stairway there on an acoustic you're a king you're, you're <laughs> okay it takes balls to do it but <laughs> i can guarantee everybody around you is miserable and the workers are even more miserable because that's the fourth time they've heard it that day not even so. not even that day that hour yeah it's smoke, you know that smoke on the water they'll literally i think those songs are literally banned from some guitar stores they will ban you from playing that. i think they just i think it's like a respect thing you know what i mean like like everyone i feel like everyone knows smoke on the water and stairway to heaven yeah, it's because it's not that was like one of the first things I learned on guitar like two years ago. Was oh, smoking. Yeah. It's not hard. I mean, I, I learned when I was, you know, sixth grade, first starting piano, I learned, you know, with my, my piano teacher would play the chords under me and I would, you know, with my index finger play, you know, like. And, 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 and by doing that, it, it you know, it, it's good to teach you, but yeah. it's, you're not gonna, you're not. You're not taking that. You're not impressing anybody at all. Yeah. There's certain songs I think you learn to play at a guitar store or at Sam Ash or on a, where you're an instrument store, I should say, or music store. There's certain songs you learn that are a little more difficult to really show off and boost your ego a little bit. It's respect. It's respect to the instrument. Uh, My friend Logan, who went to Sam Ash with me, actually, he is a, uh, I don't know if you know the genre prog. It's like the 20 minute, you know, Pink Floyd, where they have those 20 minute ridiculously long songs because they Mm -hmm. were like, progressive music won't be put on the radio. I just butchered that definition. But um, I think it's fine. Essentially, Logan came in and he's playing like this ridiculous 20 minute yes song where, where every note is is different and it's got all these things and this guy walks up to us and he goes oh you're playing siberian contra i think was what he said and logan was like yeah yeah and he was like yeah i've tried to learn all their prog songs that is cool 20 yeah. minutes of straight music where and everything's knows, different that's that is legendary yeah that's i have mad respect for that yeah there's this uh there's this band uh emerson lake and palmer and the guy who plays the keys for there is also classically trained and he's a brilliant musician he actually took his own life because one of his hands, he had a neurological disorder and one uh-huh. of his hands wasn't able to play as fast as he used to. And he thought, if I can't play this instrument anymore, what point do I have of being on this planet? Like that, that is, is that a is dedication, dedication to your trade you know what I'm right saying? there. That's yeah, so cool. that is. And he would, he would take knives and stab it into his keyboard when he was playing because he was, it was the, oh, my thing just came and disconnected. He was the, uh, he was this, he was a, uh, a little bit of a druggie. It was it was the seventies. So like yeah, LSD was cool. It, it happened. It, it was getting around. But Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, in my opinion, are like some of the most talented guys in the world. Just because they're able to do these twenty-minute songs, and and then 
stab knives into their into their <laughs> piano. They have a a song called Aqua Tarkis, and Tarkis is an album about a armadillo tank who goes and kills a bunch of other weapon-based animals and then gets stabbed in the eye and goes into the water, hence Aqua Tarkis. His name is Tarkis, by the way. And um, That's a little out there. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's I, think, um, I think that's where the LSD... It's a little bit it's out there. Bit, I still yeah. love it, though. I still love listening to it. And, and in the videos that he has of it, his hands will will travel all the way down the scale, all the way to the, you know, all the way down. And then all of a sudden, he's he's back at the top with his right hand while his left hand is still moving. And and, and seeing that is, it's, it's okay, you, you know, seeing that and having been a classical player for so long, it's breathtaking. It's, it's so... I mean, well, yeah, wow. I, I see it the same way. If wow. I can see somebody nail a solo on a guitar, I mean, yeah. I just, that's crazy to me. Wonder you know, well, you second really... Capo. Second Capo. <laughs> second Capo, second, second, second Fret. Second Fret Capo. I mean, I'm, I'm back in business, boys. I'm basically <laughs> a master at this point since I can play Wonderwall. I can play like, it at the parties. Yeah, but like, for sure, if you can see somebody... It's the speed, I think, is the most impressive with a lot of it. If somebody can hit every single note in an extremely fast tempo like solo beautiful. and all that it's, it's beautiful it's amazing to me yeah it's that's inspiring. true just dedication do you know um, do you know thundercat he's a uh, bassist heard of him so he is my favorite bassist right now he plays a six string ibanez that is like seven thousand dollars you can buy it it's just a six string bass yeah, yeah that's he's impressive insane. Yeah, I... and um some of his songs, he'll just walk down the fretboard, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it's like still in key. And if you guys know anything about music, there are keys which build songs, and that's how you hear different notes and different patterns of notes are the different keys. So you've yeah. got the key of C's, your normal, that's like your basic key, starts on the first note on the piano. But and if you really like get into looking at the key and all that, you can oh, almost yeah. predict what the notes yeah, are going to yeah. be. Oh, yeah, Unless definitely. it's an ever-changing song, like you were mentioning yeah. earlier. But, yeah. but, um, but um, you know, accidentals are when you put a note that isn't normally in a key in a key. And when you see someone walk down, it's got to be chromatic. You know, it's got to follow that sort of path. And he can do that and then know exactly where he wants to be in the song, where he can walk down this chromatic scale... And then all of a sudden, he's right at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, yeah, it is yeah. so talented. You're so inspiring, in all honesty, just to see that, to see someone so dedicated. Same with Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack is a rapper who plays the drums, just as Thundercat sings and plays bass. Mm-hmm. And Anderson Pack will blow your mind with how good he is at rapping and creating his own rhythm because it's all feeling. It's all feeling. You know, yeah. I was watching a video of a rapper rap, and he was trying to count the beats, and it was very bad. Sorry, but it was just very bad. It was very bad. It was it was very porn. It was supposed to be a joke video, but I was like, no, it's because it's because it's not because he doesn't know what he's doing. It's because he he knows it by feeling, and and, yeah. and that in a sense is a skill, you know, to be able to feel the music so well and, and, yeah, and to be able to create people. it based yeah, off of that based feeling off is another thing. Yeah, That's it's incredible. Wild. That's insane, and the fact that Anderson Pack is drumming and doing, you know while he's rapping and and being able to change up his own flow of rapping while drumming while almost freestyling you know and of course it has to have some sort of practice to it but how much you know how much of that can you really practice when you're really going like that and going so fast yeah. and going so hard how, you know it's just I could talk all day. Sometimes about it. you gotta wonder if they're just making it up as they go along I you think know? Thundercat does I don't I think Thundercat does I think 
I think a lot of artists in that style are one take. You know mm. what I'm saying? One take. Because they just make it's too raw it, to be scripted. And I think that's what, yeah. what brings people it's too, to it. It's too different. I mean, even with guitar and all that, I find myself only learning really the intros and the first verse of the song. Word. Because the intro, it's arguably the most unique part of the mm-hmm. whole song. And the verse, okay, you know, it's a little repetitive, but... The longer you get into a song, it's like, oh my god, I don't want to sit here it and play this for like three minutes, you know? Yeah. That's why. Like, that's why I love a lot of R and B. That's where I take a lot of inspiration from. Childish Gambino is my biggest inspiration. His album "Awaken My Love" is sitting on my desk, right you next got to the my vinyl. player. Yeah. Just so, in, if I ever am getting a writer's block, I listen to that because all of those songs are different. All of those songs are musically interested uh, musically interesting on awaken my love and it's such a different from his rap career he was writing we had talked about community actually before this episode started yeah i love community um he would write songs in his trailer he would have the same setup that i have kind of here almost definitely bigger but he would be writing these songs and everyone was like this is inspiration to watch like he's memorizing his scripts going to be on call be on act yeah. on scene bright and early in the morning to film these scenes and then he goes back into his little trailer and just sits for hours and writes music wakes up the next morning does the same thing that is who i want to be you know what i mean that's who i I want to be especially when the setup's so similar it Mm -hmm. resonates with it does and i i love you know at that point at that point in time he was writing because the internet his most Mm. uh in my opinion his uh best rap album the hot take but whatever uh it's got sweatpants on it 3005 on it you know yeah popular songs and to become up to, you know to be able to come up with such it's, it's two different fields like the theater realm and and um the music realm because yeah theater and, and we kind of talked about this actually on what we wanted to talk about because i've done musical theater i've done uh you know plays musicals um shoot i've done like open mics and stuff like that yeah, i've yeah. gone out and performed for i know you you've even hosted your own event at the school i remember that that was a fun night jonathan gold and i hosted you guys killed that by the way yeah we cross-dressed in that um there's like some photos out there i don't know i'll send them to you you can do what you want over i overlay them in the video overlay like. <laughs> in the video jonathan and i cross-dressed in that and, and it was all improv well we kind of talked about what we wanted to do but 90 percent of it was improv because that's just how it is. That's what I like doing. I don't, you know, I actually was writing about this because it's college time. It's college yeah, time. Yeah. Music colleges are so competitive now. And um, I think really across the board, every college every has gotten college. so much more competitive no matter what field you're going that into. Is, yeah. But I was writing about that in my essays. You know, I want to, I want to make a perform, I want to perform in the way that I will inspire someone every night to think that was, that was, that was killer. I wish I could do that. You, you, you want to be the artist who inspired you. You want to take on that role, yeah. I remember I was watching when I was younger. I um, Just on a whim, I went to go see a production of Rent, the musical, with my mom at the Strad Center. And, um, shoot, I get chills thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we sat in probably the farthest seat. And up to that point in my life, I had only really seen Disney and other musicals yeah. of that nature. And that was the moment when I realized I wanted to pursue it. Because Rent, I don't know if you know the story, it's basically set in New York during the AIDS epidemic. epidemic, And, um, you know, they're all homeless. They're all broke. And mm-hmm. characters die. Char- people pass away due to AIDS. You know, and it's it was jaw-dropping at such a young and impressionable age of middle school me to see this beauty in 
the in performance i was like whoa you know and I remember you realize that's what you want to do exactly then yeah I, was. I walked away thinking i actually asked my mom i was like i didn't really understand that how serious aids was to be honest i kind of took it as a flu like thing uh-huh. i was like oh make you call how me. young were you during this middle school me Just, uh, that's, okay that makes sense then dumb. yeah i was kind of dumb but um i remember asking my mom as i was walking away i was like do do the characters all die at the end of it and she goes well, they all have AIDS and or HIV, so it's almost implied. And I remember being there like, shit, Whoa. like oh <laughs> my god, M- Mark, who was my favorite character, dies, <laughs> and I was just awestruck by it. I was so inspired by it. I don't know. Poor Mark. Poor Mark. Rip Mark. God bless. But um, shout out to Mark. Yeah, I feel like we got off topic, but <laughs> who cares? Um. You know, that's what I love. I love performing to inspire. I love performing to inspire because I was that kid. I mm. was that kid in the audience who sat there just smiling the whole time, even though characters were dying of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you I, put it that way. Yeah, when you put it that way, it's a little terrible. I was just blown away. I was blown away. I was truly inspired by this performance. I realized it's what I want to do, and I wanted to be my own musician in musical theater because a lot of musical theater is following that script, yeah. following what someone has done for you. And I don't want to do that. I don't it's completely that. different to make something on your own. Is. That's why every performance I try to do something new or at least like make a shoot, even if it's as little as making a different face in one scene that none of the audience members are going to pick up on. For me, that's what keeps me going. But that's what makes me want to do it. Because shoot, Broadway actors perform seven nights a week with a matinee on Saturday. And it then gets repetitive. Saturday. It has to get repetitive. So yeah. how do you keep that repetition? How do you control that so you aren't walking away from your show thinking... You know, I'm decreasing in quality over time. You gotta try new stuff. You gotta poke and prod. And, and a lot of performing, a lot of music, a lot of theater, a lot of shoot podcast is throwing things at a. I make this analogy all the time. You take uh-huh. a Velcro idea and throw it at a Velcro wall, and whatever sticks sticks, and whatever bounces bounces back. And you gotta uh, reshape whatever analogy. bounces back until it sticks. I actually stole that from my acting coach because a lot of comedy is trying jokes for a different audience and then you finally get it right and that satisfaction yeah that's that's kind of why the aristocrat joke exists <laughs> i don't think we need to say that yeah, on here that is if you're really interested you can look, look up, up the, the aristocrat i think the best version is actually the he's like the, this old guy not the not, not the, the denny's the, one not the denny's one the denny's one is funny because he's wearing a full suit in Denny's. The Denny's the, yeah, the Denny's Aristocrat. It's amazing because he's saying the most graphic like scene you've ever heard of. Yeah, As the waitress is that, giving yeah. him their food, he's not stopping. He's just still going on with the joke the entire time. It's, 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 it's not even about trend. the punchline. It's mm-hmm. about how you set it up. It, I, the Aristocrats, I definitely recommend looking. If you want to look into Art of Comedy, yeah, Aristocrats that's, joke. That's, yeah. I think that's pure shock comedy right there. Oh, absolutely. It's just un uncut uncensored just shock i don't think you can get much shock than that the whole point of it is to say as graphic as you possibly can and shoot i still laugh at that comedy i know that's middle school of me to say but i think Uh that's so funny i um (laughs) eric andre's got a season five soon so excited for that do you you ever seen the eric andre show i have not it's an interview style show but he does shock comedy in it instead of actual jokes, which is is a weird style to do for an interview. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But I mean. um, there's this episode, uh, he interviews, um, he interviews Chance the Rapper, and uh-huh. they don't tell you what's going to happen when you come. They just make you do it, and if you don't do it, you drop out of the interview. That's what's up. 
and he told Chance the Rapper that he wanted Chance the Rapper to come out in a giant teacup on wheels <laughs> filled with tea. And he wanted Chance the Rapper to get a teacup, like a tiny one, and dip it into the water and then drink it. And Chance the Rapper's a cool guy. What is he, what is he going to do? Say no? He said yes, and he did it. And that, dude, that's a little out there, weird. too. That's, yeah, it's that's, so, that's weird. so far out there. It's so weird, but no one does it better than him. No one does. I've never seen a single shock comedian that can really make me laugh like that and the aristocrats because it is such a weird form of comic that you have to have a weird sense of humor to appreciate it. You really do, yeah. You, I mean, you, and, and you know I what? I'm going to be honest. It's not for everyone. It isn't. It, absolutely not. I mean... That's kind of why racist jokes exist. I mean, that's kind of the black sheep of the whole comedy yeah, community and all that. Right. And it's like that you kind of got to think about. It. It's like, well, they are for a certain yeah, audience. Yeah, some people are going to find them funny. Some people aren't. And you just have to know. That's all comedy is. Comedy is yeah. about being or it's telling too the subjective. Joke. It's subjective. It's, yeah. Exactly. I personally, like as a comedian and from doing, I've done stand-up. I've done a couple of stand-up gigs before where for open mics and like just like on my own for like theater and stuff. And, um... It's hard. It really is difficult. Oh, it I really can imagine is. it. Yeah. We I practice a skit thirty times and think it's funny just to have the audience crickets the whole time, and it sucks. It's a it's a crappy feeling. It really is. Um, I I don't think I'd ever want to be a stand up comedian. It's that hit or miss, crappy. huh? It's that hit or miss. Yeah. Because it it sucks to write something that you're dying to. It's like if you show someone a video. And then yeah, just they, like, they, they just stare at it. They don't funny. find it funny. Yeah. It, because it sucks, and that feeling sucks, and. Being a comedian, you are so vulnerable because you're going on stage in front of an audience going, here's my jokes. Find them funny, I guess. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, most comedians <laughs> who start with stand-up and all that, they have done it for years. Yeah. And they really have to refine what they're good at. And they have to find their specific area of There's comedy that they're good niche. at. You ever, yeah. uh, Hannibal Burris is a comedian that comes to mind. Hannibal Burris is the most calm guy he's just a calm guy and all of his skits are funny because he's so calm he uses that sense of his personality yeah. to play to the jokes and, and then yeah. john mulaney is a comedian who is a short new yorker and he, he uses that to play to his comedy it just it's finding your niche in the comedy world and it's even more respectable if you see it as a flaw and you embrace yeah, that flaw exactly, and you exactly. make it a strength as opposed to that flaw animal burris is one of the funniest comedians i've ever had the you know i've ever been fortunate to lay my eyes on and he has this lizard pickle skit is what he calls it where essentially he owns a lizard and he didn't like the lizard and 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 um he wanted his friend to get rid of it, and basically, his friend he he would essentially feed the lizard like pickle juice. And and, and is there a reason or just, no? Okay. Because okay. Hannibal Burris is such a calm guy, Tim saying that he feeds lizards pickle juice <laughs> isn't is funny in itself because yeah. you don't think you know what I mean. I love I love that skit. Look it up. He also talks about how he hates pickle juice because. He feels bad throwing it away, so he he, ta- he dips his fingers in and flicks it on the sandwiches. <laughs> He's so funny. He's a genius. He's a genius. Sponsor the show, Hannibal. It's in the delivery. All it's delivery. in the delivery. There's so many. It's an art of comedy. Is an art. I mean, much mm-hmm. like you said it earlier with the podcast and all mm-hmm. that. The podcast is the art of conversation. How do you make a conversation enjoyable. natural? How do you make it yeah. yeah enjoyable, interesting to people outside listening, but at the same time. You know, you don't want it to be robotic and mechanical. You, it's yeah, hard to keep yeah. it natural. Yeah, I think I think um, 
I think with all forms of art, you have to find the flaws in it and highlight the flaws because you're never going to be able to make art without first finding what doesn't work. I've spent so many hours working on monologues or songs or anything for theater or music related and being like, okay, this sucks, restart, or even yeah. just sending it to people who know what they're talking about because everyone, everyone's a critic and everyone has their own ideas and you just have to know what people take. You just have to know You what can't take like. shit from people either. If you yeah. think you're doing a good job, obviously constructive like you, criticism, yeah. if you think you're doing a good job, that's, you can't be entitled about it. My mom talks about a lot of um, constructive and de- destructive criticism and how de- de- I keep saying deconstructed. Destructive criticism is the criticism that will... De- destructive criticism is criticism that's like, Oh, you could have done better. How? Yeah, you don't. How? Yeah, you don't put any. And that's what I hate. In. That's what I hate because a lot of a lot of music is like, oh wow, that's awesome. That's that, it. That's, that's it. That's it. It's you don't say, oh, you did this part really well. Just yeah, it's a great song. That's why I try to surround myself with as many artists and musicians. I th- I think our our friend group is really full of artists and musicians. I think everyone yeah. has their own niche. From making release clothing. Shout out release. Shout out release. He's out release actually Mister Release is in the other room right now watching, watching Real Steel. Steel right now. <laughs> He's a funny guy. You know, everyone plays guitar. I play piano. Jonathan plays everything. Jonathan is Jonathan so, talented so talented with everything. Yeah. Logan plays guitar. You know, Josh. Shoot, Josh plays guitar. Everyone plays. An guitar is just a well-rounded instrument, oh, I think. Yeah, if you're going to play an right. instrument, guitar. I mean, you always need guitar in a song. I don't know, a single song that doesn't have guitar. And even if it's not guitar, it's, it's put through a filter that's like... Now, what I've seen with a lot of recent songs and all that, some of them tend to move away from guitar and into a lot more synth. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's because... Those, I think those are the two polar, polar opposites, if you will. It's because um, experimental hip-hop is such a prevalent... Shout out to 100 Gex. Oh boy. Yeah, this is my synth bass actually. And um you can lower the octave on this thing and just like you, you know, you can do whatever you want on this Ableton, which is why so many artists move in that MIDI and synth direction because yeah. right now actually my screen is basically showing me what I've used in the past. And and what what would sound good? What's it's what? almost like telemetry data then is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's it it loves to tell me what they like, and and I use a lot of jazz and '80s style instrumentals when I make music because I think that that is the style that I like to write in. Yeah, and um, you know, it pops up with session dry kit with seven drums and two snares and and this and that and that and this and 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 it um. It's how you make a style. It's how you make a style. Yeah, and, and even when you, you listen to music, you you start to recognize your own style. I mean, hell, when I before I even started playing guitar, right, all of my songs had guitar in it, and oh. I never realized it. I never realized it because I didn't play it. I went back through my Spotify like early library the other day. And I'm not even kidding. If I were to go through 50 songs, 47 of them would have guitar. In yeah. It. Um, my you know with this 80s style and 80s funk, I listened to um. Tyler the Creator is my favorite artist right now. Tyler the Creator, Charles Gambino, and Thundercat are my guys right now. And mm-hmm. I listen to them. I keep listening to them, and I keep listening to them. And I hear that they all have this sort of, um, I don't want to say live, but like their music sounds like it could 
it, it's it, their music sounds like it's a conversation between every single instrument and that sounds really weird to say now but because every instrument pairs so well with each other and the yeah. style that they want to produce it sounds like it's flowing and it's so beautiful it's honestly gorgeous how the creator is such a such an amazing musician with knowing how he wants things to sound that he he could make a style of one song and switch the style to the next and i think that's why i love him so much because he has such a a funky and driven and inspirational and original style yeah thundercat original you know how just can be no original and and i think a lot of my music is music that influences me a lot of the stuff i listen to is what i want to make and what i want to sound like daniel caesar is my like vocal inspiration he's this laid back chill vibe sort of a lot of people know his song like japanese denim get you mm-hmm. it has a really famous yeah, yeah i've heard some of those and i love that man i i would i would give that man a kiss on the lips <laughs> i'm looking in the camera right now hoping he's he's, he means there. it guys he, he i he really do I take him on him. a date take, everything. I would steak and lobster dinner surf and turf oh would, you're you're going for it I'm at that going, point yeah i'm not even I'll invite him in for coffee. <laughs> <laughs> next topic. Next, okay. Okay. I was before we got into the whole Daniel Caesar thing. I was gonna say it really is so respectful to make your own music. And I know yeah. people outside of the music genre and all that they don't really people who aren't musicians don't understand. They don't appreciate it. Just how hard it is to make something that's your own and make it sound good. And make it what you want it to sound like kind of like you were saying earlier with like tyler the creator and those other artists how they know that's how they want their stuff to sound yeah tyler and they the, can hear it and then they actually can make awesome. it you know it's that you trans or transpose transcribe however you want to say it yeah it's the same thing with like visual artists you know well i mean visual like painters all yeah, that, how they Logan's could see that picture yeah. in their mind and they could transfer it Tyler, that's the creator, where the art comes Tyler, from. Yeah, Tyler the Creator actually has a bunch of albums and a lot of, I think before he dropped his most recent album, Igor, he uh, he sent out like a tweet and it was basically like, this isn't Flower Boy, this isn't Golf, this isn't, you know, or Golf, this isn't, uh, that's his clothing line, this isn't Wolf, this isn't Cherry Bomb, this isn't Goblin, this is Igor. Listen to it like Igor. Don't listen to it expecting to come in with this. And when He's you really the think style, about yeah. that, it's it's so it's so interesting because he wants to make music to touch every single genre. He wants to make music because that's how he's feeling. Yeah, he's not going to stick to just... Because that's where you see a lot of artists start to go mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. They is they'll do that, produce. but they... I think even saying that, like you said, what he tweeted and all that, don't listen to it like it's my other stuff. Listen yeah. to this like it's a whole new thing. I think if a lot more artists... Because, I mean, you know Aaron... Aaron and I have had this conversation mm-hmm. where, like, you know, there's some artists out there, some bands that just need to stop. Uh, Blink-182 being one of them. Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> For a Black Album, I'm sorry, Weezer. I did not buy it on vinyl. I have every one of your vinyls. I did not buy Black no, Album. It's another, I think another good one. Have I, you listened to the new Killers album at all? No, I have not. No, you're, not, you're not missing I much, honestly. Mind, it's They're still in their same style, but I'm not. It's... It's almost too mundane now. It's too similar to everything else they have where it's like I, I, I'm listening to the killers and I recognize I'm listening to the killers, but like Green Day. Green Day did the Green same Day, thing. Mm-hmm. I just, Green I Day love needs Green to Day. They're old Green Day, it. old Green Day, yeah. Oh, and I'm not saying like fanboy old Green Day. I mean like 
relatively recent Green Day. What was their last? Or actually, they came out with a new album. I didn't listen yeah, to that. But their last two albums sad. have been. It's. They just it's, need to. They either need to change their style up a little bit, or just stop. It's hard to evolve. It really is. Yeah. It's really hard to evolve. Because if you do something genre. so good, you're afraid to move on from it because you don't want to risk messing something else up, and then you you know there's half your viewers. Yeah, I think I think that the more. I think that artists are going to be phased out. I think that just, I love Daniel Caesar. I think that there's going to be a time where he's phased out. Frank, actually, um, I didn't really bring up Frank Ocean as one of my favorite artists. Frank Ocean is one of my artists. He produced, um, back in 2013, he dropped an album. And now in, tw- in 2016, he dropped an album. And I don't think he's going to, I, I just don't, th- I don't think he's going to make any, I don't, hello? Sorry, that was my computer. I don't think he's going to make any new music because he made two amazing albums, Blonde you and Quit While You're Ahead. You know, quit, and that's exactly what he did. I mean, he t- had for example, for look at ACDC. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, I mean, Ozzy Osbourne released uh, some new songs recently. I didn't listen to them. From what I general consensus, from what I've heard, and take it with a grain of salt, they weren't all that great. Yeah, I mean, but, that's just how new I mean, music is. I think even like Led Zeppelin, they've like released some stuff recently. Unless I'm thinking of just like. Because I don't listen to a lot of Led Zeppelin, I'll be honest. But Neither do I. I think it's ACDC that's released like relatively recently newer stuff and all that. And it, it's it's ACDC if you listen to it. Yeah, it is, but it's just so overdone. Mm-hmm. It will never amount to their classic stuff. Because I think if you make something new and innovative, that's where, it's, that's where most of the talent's at. If you just do the same shit for however many however years, long. it starts to lose its charm. It starts to lose its charm. And as long as losing charm, it also loses taste change. Like, I mean, yeah. look at the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Let's, I'm going to highlight the 40s to the 70s. Like, that is such a different style of music. And now from the 70s to 2020, that is such a different style of music to yeah. the point of, like, a to produce in that style now would be, it would be shocking. It would be... Kind of like how Tyler the Creator does music. You you wouldn't produce that for it to be played on the radio, or you no. wouldn't produce that for that to be. That would be your own thing. Don't listen to it like it's music of this era. Listen to it like it's music of that era. Kind of yeah. like Tyler was saying. Don't listen to this like it's my older albums. Listen to it like it's my. Listen to this like it's a standalone thing that I'm producing. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, you see that. I think the best songs that artists have to offer are the ones that don't become super popular and get played on the radio. I really oh, do. Oh yeah. Frank Ocean has some. Frank Ocean will never be played on the radio now, but Frank Ocean has some songs that are amazing. And you know, he didn't. He wrote them and he produced them, and they weren't produced on the radio. They were produced for him. They were produced for his album, and, and all they all follow a similar thing, or thing theme that is just thematically relevant to the album. It's not yeah. a standalone song. And it's not something that was produced to make money. It was produced because he's an artist. And that's where, going back to musical theater, that's where I want to go. That's the yeah. direction that I want to move in. I want to pre- perform because I'm an artist, not because someone is handing me a check at the end of every night. If you want an example of somebody handing you a check, think about pop. Like, yeah. really just modern pop. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the... It's, it almost seems like most songs there is money grabs at this point is... I'm not a big. Pop I'm not a. Guy. I'm not a. I'll listen. Like I'll it. listen to things when they drop. I'll listen to the new, you know, Billy. Like, yeah, Eilish. it's not like to Billy say Eilish. that there's no talent there. I mean, exactly. It's where I do respect Billie Eilish because it, the genre she makes or oh, the music she, she makes she is so different. Yeah. Now. 
Yeah. She's Grammy performer, Grammy winner, you know, all this stuff. And she is a killer performer. That's where she's I was. I think Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters put it really well. You know, he's a rock guy and he has kids and I think it was his daughter or something. He went to a Billie Eilish concert with her back when you were able to go to concerts. Right, pre-corona. You know, he sat there and he tweeted out or I don't know, it might have been Facebook. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. David he said somewhere. Doing, yeah. Mr. Mr. Grohl is doing. He said, you know, looking at Billie Eilish, yeah, I can see why people don't really like her, but I can't do anything but respect her because at That's the end of the day up. she's doing the same thing we did in the 90s That's to redefine up. grunge and all that she's that making is... something completely new respect on billy irish eilish billy billy irish respect on her respect on any artist who does what they love because yeah. if you're producing what you love and you're making music for yourself and you're doing you do good, it for you you don't do it for them if you yes. don't if the money's a second thing to you and you're doing it because you enjoy it, I think that's and no one like it's stop. not to say money isn't not it money's not not important. You need <laughs> money the money. Kind of everything. Like I I see a lot of it. It's when you're choosing the what career you're gonna go into. Foremost, you want to do something you enjoy. Make the big but bucks. does it make money? Yeah, it's it's always like oh I want to go you know I want to do something with theater but. That's such an inconsistent... I mean, shoot, right now, I've got uh, friends on Broadway, actually, um, in, in uh, Latin on Broadway. I knew I know a majority of the cast, actually. Um, they're all out of a job. It sucks. They're all switching to... Is it because of, like, corona, of corona and all that? It's yeah. You can't, you can't perform, and you can't have concerts. And, you know, there's this whole debate, because I saw this thing, actually, and it was like, Spotify now giving artists three cents instead of the normal two for streaming songs. Streaming music is uh, you're not gonna I don't think you're gonna get rid of streaming music, but business. it's the the live though. Yeah, that's kind of that's the cool thing. That's where real performance is, that's where a real musician is. And a lot of vinyls and buying vinyls and purchasing hard copies of music is where a lot of artists get their money. So if you really yeah. want to support your artists, don't listen to their uh, of course listen to their songs back to back to back on streams and stuff. Yeah. But if you really want to support your artists, go out and buy their vinyl. Go purchase that vinyl. I feel like the respect. reason why I started a vinyl collection and all that, I feel a connection to that music. Oh, and it's just yeah. cool to yeah. own it, you know, own a piece of it. And it's cool to be able to take out your vinyl out of its sleeve and put it on that vinyl player and just let it play. It's such yeah. a different feeling from... You, you really feel the connection more. Like, mm-hmm. I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. Coldplay Parachutes is one of my favorite... <laughs> I love Coldplay. They're, they're one of my... Or old Coldplay. Oh, I, 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 I'm old saying Coldplay. it. Yeah. New and not, not so much the new Coldplay. I don't... They kind of... What's the most boring thing we can make? All right, drop let's drop it. this. Let's drop this right now. This song sounds like shit. Drop yeah. it. But Coldplay Parachutes, that was like the... They made their own genre with that album, oh, and their stuff in that album is so good. I love every single song in that album. That's rare for me because usually on an album, I'll find certain songs I just don't enjoy as much. Yeah, and it ruins yeah. like listening to the whole thing play through. It's like I just don't like this song, but on that one, everything hits for me. And I'm like, you know, I love this so much. I feel such a connection with this music here. And obviously, I have to be in a mood to listen to Coldplay. Yeah, I mean, gotta, I'm not 40 it. years old. I'm not depressed. And I'm not British. But I do <laughs> love Coldplay. If you but haven't cried to the scientist, you're doing something. You're doing, yeah, you're, you're not doing you're something. You're deaf or you're doing something wrong. Yeah, I mean, the scientist will always scientist hit a little hard. I mean, you ever seen the music video of the scientist? I have not. Yo, go watch the music video. It's about this. I don't even want to spoil it. Go watch it. 
about a car crash and, and if you haven't cried to the scientist music video oh no yeah no no you i've, I've cried to the scientist i'm yeah. guilty i'm I love the guilty scientist. as charged guilty you can charged. go ahead and lock me up now I'm, i have cried to the scientist before i love the sign i love the scientist i love that's that kind of that style of music it, it's almost folk like yeah almost folk-like. in a weird way yeah and uh my girlfriend uh she loves folk music she's a she's she's weird i'm gonna be honest no she's so <laughs> cool she's rad uh Love her to death. She's so cool. Shout out Faith. Um, <laughs> she. Uh, if you you, got, you gotta save this, yourself if, right here. <laughs> if you want to sponsor this episode, Faith, by all means. I know where you work. I know. I know. I know your annual income. He knows where you live. I know where you live. I do. Um, no, uh, <laughs> annual income. Well, that took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been evading taxes since 2006. Sponsor a show. No. Um, she's so big into folk and like, I I didn't really have an appreciation for it until I started listening to it. Because I feel like that's how that's how a lot of getting into music is. You don't have an appreciation for it until you listen to it. It grows on you a lot. It grows. Yeah. And and um, I think in every genre there's a place to find a niche. And Coldplay really found this sort of modern folk adaptation that is so beautiful and so well written. I love every single ounce of older Coldplay. Uh, I think their biggest mistake was going. They kind of ditched their roots there. They went to what was popular instead yeah, of what they yeah. wanted to do. I mean, from what I've heard, their most recent album was all right. I, mm, I haven't listened word, to it yet. Yeah. But I think no matter what... I think post um, Viva La Vida Coldplay... That's that, what ended. That's, that's where it ended, right there. Did I mean, you watch the Minecraft parody of Viva La Vida? I don't, I don't know who hasn't. <laughs> yeah, how did that song go? Um, shoot that, I, i'm blanking right that now that minecraft parody was so <laughs> where he's falling damn. off the castle yeah that, that, yeah yeah oh, he, it was, it was he, fallen the, kingdom was the name of yeah, it yeah and, and uh we're gonna do a quick quick break quick story review um so essentially this this king owns this minecraft kingdom <laughs> and one day the monsters raid and enter Coldplay parody where um he loses the castle and at the end he commits suicide but wait Pause. Recent, well, not recently, but in the last few years, they released a second Coldplay music video in the same style. <laughs> he lived the explosion. At the end. <laughs> Word. That's what's up. Bro, Minecraft is raw as fuck. Minecraft is raw. I love I Minecraft. Would, I'm Minecraft so glad it made a comeback for what it did. I mean, yeah, it made a made a pretty damn good comeback. If it I really, OJ, really did. Sponsor this episode. <laughs> Wait, don't, bro. Minecraft goes hard as shit. I'm just I would never ever turn down. I actually have a Minecraft world with my girlfriend that I've been playing for a while now. That's goals right there. That is straight up goals. Uh, I made a fish tank for her. That, that's respect, respect on that. Respect. You're an interior designer then at I, that yeah. point. I love I love um I love playing Minecraft. I think that I think that some of the most fun games. I've had with like video games and yeah. all that. I mean I used to play a lot of Destiny and all that Word back up. when I played it. Last I know word. I mentioned that because I know you played I it a lot. Destiny. I stopped playing it, but I love it. It was it was too addicting. That's what pushed me away from video games for good. Is that it really had those? It was designed to keep you. Oh, it was a grind. It was a yeah, grind game. It was designed to keep you in there, and I couldn't do it anymore. And that's why I mean, it's been two years now. I like haven't touched any video yeah. games aside from like quarantine and all that. When we, everybody went back to Minecraft or the Everyone realms we went had, back yeah. Minecraft. But, um, I mean, Among Us. I, I see that's like really popular now. It's really popular, but it. the, it's basically a town of Salem copy where like one character is the imposter, one character mm-hmm. you know is the sheriff, one character is the vigilante, and all this. And I love Town of Salem. I played a lot of Town of Salem. Always play. I'm, I'm so game. out of the loop with like video games and it's all old, that now. It's, it's been long enough. That I've been. It's out like of a it. text-based game, a text-based multiplayer where like one character is a serial killer, but there's then like mm-hmm. the mafia who is also evil. 
and then there's the town people who are good but then yeah. there's like an arsonist it's it's all like the classes are randomly selected who you can play but then your goal is to do something else and you basically just have to lie about your class you know you've got the arsonist who every night can light one house on fire and then at the your goal is to light every house or as many as you can on fire uh-huh. and then you light them and you set off like your arson stuff and um in the process you kill yourself every time but like <laughs> dude i've had some pretty good i've been up to you know, there's like what seven houses in a game. I've been up to like six houses before, and finally, I'm like, oh god, they know it's me. They know it's me. And then that night, it's like, you know, everything's <laughs> on fire, and everyone's yeah. like, oh my god, why did we not stop this sooner? Uh, it's it's weird. Ever since I've like gotten out of video games, like mm-hmm. it's been about two and a half years now since I really weird. stopped playing them, aside from the casual Minecraft session here Hardcore and there. Minecraft. Yeah. Dig That's a house. I love Minecraft. I love Minecraft. Great. You can do anything, and Minecraft isn't boring because you can't no, do anything. You, you can do anything. It doesn't that last really round, sell. we dug a house under, or uh, we dug like a pit to bedrock over, under someone's house. Eli's house. And then I lit all of his bushes on fire. <laughs> actually, it was an actual accident. It was a total accident. Did you play on the one where like Aaron and I were making like some island they base? The they Yeah, they took Jackson's house and they basically made a, they tore it down, made a carbon <laughs> copy of it over <laughs> our base in the sky. <laughs> That was yeah, so funny. Logan and, I, Logan and I actually went like 25,000 blocks out and then uh, found a mushroom biome finally. And then we were like, yeah, this is stupid. And then we just went back to spawn and like just kind of lived in Jake's house. I think it was on that realm. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. on that. That's some of the most fun I ever had. Because I played video games for years mm-hmm. and years. So I recently just quit altogether. And I'd say recently, relatively. I just don't have time with college and yeah, wanting no, to make music. And, and sometimes it's like... It's the growing up really that hit and that that's what i felt when i quit two years ago i'm yeah. like i don't have time for this it's time. boring to me now i can't i see myself suffering more and enjoying yeah with yeah it. that's what sucks and a lot of video games are really you know with the whole battle royale thing that came out it's sink or swim yeah or i'm lose. so out of the loop i don't even that's a different language to me battle I mean, royale it's been that like long a hundred people in one game one winner mm-hmm. comes out like i've i've played a fair i've it's, you know i like to try everything wasn't that like what fortnite was doing something mm-hmm. like that yeah. yeah shout out to fortnite I played the crap out of Fortnite. I yeah, I, I didn't even play any Fortnite. I loved Fortnite. I loved Apex Legends. I played it with Josh actually, uh-huh. like a ridiculous amount because he, that kid's good. That kid's really good at video games, like ridiculously good at video games. And um, he would always be like, "Yo, just it's free to download for a weekend. Just get it. I'll do it." And um, that's how it was. I remember when I first got Valorant. I know heard I've I've heard you guys in that group all talking super about super competitive game. When I first got Valorant, I was driving around, and when I got that email, I was so hyped. I went home and started downloading it immediately. That because that's just I don't play a lot of video games, but when I find something that like that niche is filled in my world of like yeah competitive like slow paced like shooter. I mean, it's cool too. There's a sense that's what I enjoyed most of it back when I played them was there was a sense of community in it. Oh, you know, yeah. with all the Playing people the around boys, you. you Playing with the boys is the way to go. Yeah, it's just interesting to me now. I've fallen so, so far out of it because I haven't played them in so long. Mm-hmm. It's a different language to me now, man. It's like you don't use it, you lose it. And yeah, I've yeah, lost definitely. all of it now. It's I don't know the first thing really about video games anymore. It, yeah. It's interesting to think about. I mean, I hope that never happens with guitar. I've I know, to keep I, up I, with that. I fear that one day I'm going to be like, I, I mean, like Ableton is kind of kind of not really an updated thing because how how much can you update music making aside from like quality yeah. of life changes but and that's what i love about music music is always developing and it's not like it's not like um 
it's not like one day somebody's going to scrap music one and make music two. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not going to have music, music two. three has been music, announced. Guys. Oh my God. Music three has been announced. Oh my God. But it's like music is always developing and always growing. And it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like a nice solid graph. It's just, you know, a straight yeah. line. And, and it's always think of how much different, you know, I'm a classically trained pianist. So yeah. I've learned these classical techniques and to be able to mix classical playing with, you know, drums. It's so awesome. It's so cool to see when things work. Yeah. And, and uh, my friend Jonathan, he plays, you know, not classically. He just kind of taught himself how to play. And he, it's it's like two different worlds, him and I, night and day. Because he will look at music, and, or like not look at music, but be like, I want to start a song and just play like, you know, 700 chords. Of course, my keyboard isn't working when I go to press <laughs> yeah. on it. But um, he'll make, you know, 700 different chord charts. Whereas I follow, you know, your standard like, C chord progression or your standard D flat or add a sus or or add a diminished. That's kind of sus. That is kind of sus. That's like my favorite thing. My brother <laughs> sent me this sus. meme and it was a C sus, which is a certain <laughs> chord that like yeah. dissolves into another one. The sus is suspended. He, he was, but, yeah, yeah, suspended. <laughs> suspended, like, but it's abbreviated to like, sus for... Like, Damn, that, that, that guy's sus as hell. <laughs> I was like, all right, all right, whatever, whatever chord you bought, bro. I know, I always thought about that when I'd see like a D sus or yeah. something. Yeah. It's kind of like, sus. Kind of sus. I mean, kind of sus. Daniel Caesar on a date. Yeah, that's not sus. sus. That's respect. That yeah. is that is respect. You whining him and dining him, bro. I, I'm not even whining and dining. I'm telling you, I'm steak and lobster dinner. Invite him over for coffee at the end of the night. <laughs> for, for coffee. <laughs> for coffee. For Air coffee. quotes on coffee. That's kind of funny, the whole podcast. You know, a lot of this developing with podcasts and stuff. Yeah. I, you just did the air quotes and then I said air quotes because like, you know, a lot of uh, with Zoom stuff too in musical theater, I've had to notice for, for performance, it's crazy to it's uh, create it's a whole new medium, a whole new yeah. I mean, it's so how's it hard. Been for you? Like, for, how's it been for you doing podcast stuff? I feel like I mean, that's with, like an untapped kind of art form now. I feel like it's growing. So the reason I originally decided to do it mm-hmm. is because you know you have all these po- podcasts are starting to blow up now. Yeah, d- Spotify, and you listen to them, man, all Spotify, the way. yeah podcasts are blowing up now i mean i listen to them when i'm at work is that yeah. at least that way the music gets repetitive to me when i'm at work because i listen to the same five songs every week till i find yeah, five more songs to rotate and i listen to them the whole time at work mm-hmm. but if i listen to a podcast it's more engaging to me it gets me to think a little more it's i feel like it's more constructive and i would listen to all these podcasts i'd be like i can do that yeah that's that's how it begins that's really how it begins I, it's something it's a basic skill it's speaking talking it's just talking and there's so much more it goes into it now and that's i realize that now so doing cool. this is so you, much man. more than you. just basic conversation but yeah there's all these elements but with i mean with corona and all that podcast it's a podcast you know it's gonna yeah. be around with or without it mm-hmm. i you know, love yeah i love listening to podcasts pandemic yeah wooden ladle baby How's that going for you at Wooden Ladle? Yeah, I make a lot of money, so that's going great. Nah, <laughs> that's so weird. Um, I like working there. It's it's a crazy gig. It's a ramen shop. If you guys don't know, I work usually the weekends. Uh, sometimes I make sushi. Sometimes I make other stuff. It's been just fun. It's just good work. It's good you enjoy it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fun to it's fun to enjoy where you work. It really is. It's I think with anything, you have to find joy in it. Even if you're like an insurance agent, like if you, you gotta find a way. Like you, you said, find a way with performing and all that. Mm-hmm. It gets repetitive. You gotta add a little face in there that isn't scripted yeah, to yeah. make Word it. Up. You Good know, callback. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Good callback, baby. That's I'm getting better at this, guys. I promise. 
we we uh i wouldn't lay to we we all are friends there i love every single person there i think they're all like the greatest people too because they're all they're all people you know what i mean yeah i mean a that sense of, time, of community is just so good to feel yourself in because you guys are all in the same niche you all understand the same jokes yeah, you, know? you know like you, know, you all have your like inside jokes and we got all this that inside joke uh fuck canned corn i don't know if i can say that um frick yeah canned corn <laughs> what, what's There's, so bad about canned corn it's because all right we got canned corn and the reason why it's so i'm about to hit something you got like a no, he's he's mad guys something. he's he's, we, he's we, pissed um, guys we um canned corn is only on one bowl like uh, poke bowl like which is the rice the uh-huh. sushi is basically like sushi yeah bowl. it's only on one bowl it's the least ordered bowl but the canned corn juice when you open it up splashes everywhere it gets on everything so, so you guys like wear a uniform or all that, so at least the uniform yeah, gets fucked we, up. We or? got a shirt. We have a, a shirt and just your own pants. It's really lax. I usually wear a, I wear Adidas trackies because I'm fresh to death till the day I die. <laughs> I, get, I usually wear Adidas trackies. I um, you know, I do everything that I cook, I clean, I serve, I answer phones, I you know, kidnap children. What's going on at Wooden Ladle, man? Get some ramen. Bring the kids. Is, is the like tuna they put in the poke bowls? Is that is that really tuna or no, is it the kids? I mean, no. Um, hey, we're almost shoot. an hour in. We're talking about cannibalism. Yeah, so. this is how podcasts work. Um, yeah, this is how it is. Oh, we're only an hour. Shoot, am I gonna make? Am I gonna make something? Or, I was kind of hoping I could make something at the you, end of this. You want to make something? Yeah, I, I I'm gonna get your input. So yeah, working at Wooden Ladle is great. Come to Wooden Ladle. Um, hang out. Yeah, how much? We got about forty minutes left. Yeah, I, think I mean, I could, I'll make so, something. Just make your speak. Can you make your speakers a little louder? Because it is a little yeah. Quiet, I can move them but... closer actually. Um. So I'm just gonna kind of talk about my what goes through my head when I make stuff. I thought about this is what I wanted to kind of segment on. So a lot of music for anyone, and this is kind of inspirational music. Starts out how I started being. Uh, I wanted to learn how to play the keys. I like the keys. I like the keyboard. Got a classical training, and I kind of just learned everything I wanted to learn on it. Yeah, and then I, mean, I really with got guitar, into- you learn the basic chords before you get into anything else. It's insane. I mean, when I started, E minor. <laughs> now I'm doing solos, you know? It just You have to progress yourself. Yeah. So a lot of music, as you can hear, is put in sample form now. So I just, I literally typed in jazz. And the first thing that came up was jazz brushes. Or jazz breaks, I guess. Um, It's, it's a lot of... The, it's a lot of following what people have done and being able to kind of reproduce it in your own style. So all I did there was just click and basically dragged this sample that I found on to my, you know, MIDI setup. Yeah. And um, I know you probably have recorded yourself playing. You've got a guitar Instagram and I've seen it where you do yeah. those two videos. Basically here it allows you to convert what you want to convert so kind of like how you have one guitar playing harmony one plays the melody Yeah for here when I immediately click convert to MIDI it said harmony melody drums What do you want to convert so I'm just gonna do drums because I'm kind of lazy and don't really want to Set up a melody pattern and all you do is you can turn on a looper which basically yeah Looper obviously a lot of people who are listening may not be as you know musically savvy as others looper is essentially you play like a basic you know chord progression or you know basic note progression all that and it just loops it in endless loop oh wait that was my bad i still i still had it on bass when i moved into the temple that's why it sounded so weird um yeah so basically it's all about finding your niche and finding what 
instrument kind of hits you. So once you find your sample, as you just heard, I didn't really have anything picked out. So I think I'm just gonna put an 808 in it. You know, it's kind of the most basic guitar or uh, drum pattern in a sense because 808s and Heartbreak is that Kanye album, so now everyone uses it. <laughs> um, yeah, and you get stuff that's made that sounds like this. The keyboard yeah, this clicking? Is, this is awkward. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just well, while you're, while you're, I, Do you I, have it now? or? Yeah, yeah, I accidentally... You know what I mean? Like This is just a jazz sample that I found that is set to loop. And, and it loops like that. And then from this is playing, you go to your second MIDI track and you're going to want to find your P keys. So I'm going to pause that because that's so you have that basic, that's in that, a looper there. That's looped right now. Yeah. And all, all, oh yeah. And with the MIDI effect, because I have this MIDI keyboard, you can change like the pitch, the key, whatever you want to do to it. And uh, let me just find like a grand. Uh, oh, I want like a jazz. Let me find a jazz piano. Yeah, while you're like doing all that, I can say when you're like finding your own niche. Yeah. You kind of you find what you're a sucker for. I think yeah, it was Aiden. Definitely. Aiden Connell was telling me he's gonna be on here soon, Whoop. sooner rather than later. But he was Honors. telling me the certain thing that does it for him with drums is when they're just crashing on the cymbals that yeah. kills them. I found if it's like a crunchy guitar for me, and they strum it or they hit the notes and then they instantly just mute it and then they do that again or they do like random just mutes in the middle of the song that kills me for some reason yeah. that's the style i enjoy so i actually i had picked out a few instruments that i wanted to mess around with before i got here and i actually just changed up that um that little so it's gonna sound more like this now dude i keep doing this thing where i keep i keep asking it to play itself and then it's like wait where do you want me to play it from and it'll play it like from just a random spot in song you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that stuff is just tight. Like, that is cool. And then, you know, I, I often, zo I'll zoom in and then I'll pause and I'll, you know, just copy and then duplicate that a hundred times so I can finally turn off the looper. And, yeah. and then once you do, honestly, like the style of music that I, or the, so the it's almost I, the software you're using and all that. It's like a studio right in front of yeah. you. Oh, yeah. this is what, this is what uh Kenny Beats does. He's a, probably the most popular hip hop producer right now he does the same thing that i do where he sits here copies and then he'll play a bass a bass line and then he'll you know play another bass line because he just made 400 versions of that and then he'll just play like for five eight counts like a and then he's like, ah, I didn't like the sound of that. So we, you know, I'll bring it up, up, up a pitch, yeah. or up a key, or up a few notes, or I'll even change the whole thing from the beginning. And that's just how. It's a creative it process. It's a, it's a total. People, people want to be like, oh, it's a one and done thing. But it's not at all. It's such a. I don't know. I don't really know what I want to come in here making. Um, I think I'm gonna go down a second octave. It's, yeah, I hear some bass. It's just like yeah, there, it's yeah. it's such a simple thing, and 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 um, I don't I don't know. I, I kind of dance when I do it. I just, it just helps. I'm not gonna feel. judge you, man. I get into it when I'm playing guitar. And like and like I just made that, and then I didn't even record that. I just kind of felt like okay, first three notes that I come to mind, and people will literally record a hundred.
and they'll record I could that, hear that 150 I times. I could hear that as a really good backing track, and, too, and to Yeah, and I'm yeah. not even, you know, I'm not normally, if I was here, you know, normally if I wasn't within, like, a time frame, I'd be four hours of me finding the right instrument, but I just yeah. picked instruments that I wanted. That I literally typed in jazz bass, and that was the first thing that came up. So, and then I'll, you know, you can turn up turn up the velocity, the position, the dampening. You can add reverb Velocity, to it. that's very fancy. Yeah, I think changing the velocity just makes it sound, like, really... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I know my fair share of reverb. I can tell you that. You know, yeah, and I. I don't know that, that you know. I don't even know what I had in, in mind for, but I kind of wanted to show off this next part of it, sampling. I had talked a little bit about sampling beforehand. Sampling is finding songs that, or songs, things that people have put up, and um you like you basically make it your, make own. It your own yeah by changing everything i i uh, i found a clap last night that i really wanted to use it's called clap grandfather yeah <laughs> why grandfather i don't know it's, it's just there and i'll throw clap grandfather in and the cool thing about sampling is you can kind of like um oh wait frick okay yeah the cool thing about sampling is you can kind of like hear what you want to do so yeah. um i just i'm gonna before i add this what i'll do is i'll That's how I figure out my claps. I snap to it. And then um, uh, let me drag this in. So you basically, uh, stop. It, it's a little hard to hear it. I mean, oh, really? yeah. At the best, you have. I don't yeah, mean it. I mean, that's like the best I have damn. for volume wise. Um, but basically. You should have got like a speaker or something. Yeah, straight up. My bad. So it. Oh, no worries. I don't know why it's lagging so bad. But essentially, you would add that clap in where I snapped and made it so that it's like the. Sorry for all the listeners at home. That probably just blew your eardrums out. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, you have to put a headphone warning in it, yes. <laughs> and um, it's just what I love. It's just it's so fun to sit here for hours. And and for the viewers at home, like I wish you could see what I'm looking at right now. I'm gonna you know turn my thing over and show it to Brian. Like this is all the claps that I had looked at last night, and it's like you could try that synth clap and that's the piano track running i have it muted right now yeah but or the the drum track it's so much it's fun. yeah it's, it's like so an editing fun. studio i mean what i do is i really just take a video of me playing one guitar like a video of me playing the other guitar put them together put the track in the background i mean that's even more involved than what i do yeah like at that point you're really in the composition phase i'm not quite at the point yet where i can sit down and just recognize you know I'm not that into the music theory yet where I yeah. can just create my That's own what thing. I, learned. I, I think that the biggest thing that holds a lot of aspiring musicians back is the un, like the unwillingness to list or learn music theory. Because at the end of the day, it's textbook. Let me see how this sounds. Yeah, it, it, it's like it adds that sort of like... Weird, it's just such... It's finding these things. Finding this clap that I just pulled up and... and you know, I pulled up that clap because I had looked at it last night and thought, you know what? What does that sound like? What is that going to be like? And, you um, like the sound? You throw it in there. Yeah. And, and, it, and I literally just looked up 80s style beat last night and found this like, you know what I mean? And it's, <laughs> and then like, there's like thousands of dubstep, dubstep symbols. I never stuff, really got into dubstep. Cosmic I mean. pad, FX radio, funk, grand piano. Here's one of the really cool things. If you are an, 
like a guy who doesn't know how to play the piano and you want to use a piano they have every single note on a piano and you can move the pitch so if you don't really understand like how the piano works mm-hmm. you, you can that's a that's a d sharp right there or or you know what i mean like it is insane the amount of this is a the g6 i think oh yeah like you you don't need the piano or to know how to play the piano and to you, actually you, play but obviously you're classically trained all you recognize each yeah. note you know what a note sounds I like i mean it was it was labeled but i like more or less if you were like what is this note that's a G you're right pretty there. good at it. I mean, you've told me before. I've seen you do it. You can tune a guitar with your voice. Yo, that's one of my hidden talents right there. I have I have relative pitch, and you don't really need to be perfect for guitars. So if you just know what notes the guitar takes, you can immediately tune it with your voice. Jonathan can also do that. He kind of learned how to do it. Uh, my brother can do it with the bass because he's a bass player. Mm-hmm. Metallica love. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, the stupid stuff. I'm gonna add some Metallica love in there. Metallica love. (laughs) That's that's a little funkier. It needs that second. I feel like it needs a second. Ooh, okay. Metallica love. It's just weird. It's experiment. Yeah, you really experiment. You want to talk about experimental and you got 100 gex. That's. Where do 100 gex? I, I don't enjoy their stuff that much i'll be honest That's but okay. yeah, i respect to. the fact that it's I enjoy a little their stuff. out there i'm stuff <laughs> i'm stuff no metal uh metallica love 100 gex um anything like that and what i just did here is i looped it so it would like play over itself and and with that 100 gex you know it's just, it's just figuring out stuff like that and, and adding things, like I just found this maraca, let's, you know, and it, it adds, everything adds with music. Everything is going to add and make something new. It's like your own little orchestra almost that you're just kind of creating. It's all disposable orchestra. And, and I love it. And I think anyone can do this because this, this Ableton Live gives a 180 day free trial. And I have this keyboard set up next to me where I can do stuff with the drum pads and all. But you can also do this on, you know what I mean? You can do that all here. This is just set up oh, to yeah, be a grand yeah. piano, but that was literally me. Like, I think I can play a chord on here, actually. Doesn't sound good, but that's a chord. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's all it's all getting out there and really realizing what you want to do. And I don't really have any, I don't want to take up my whole time making some crappy beat that I'm going to not save to my computer <laughs> and add Metallica love and maracas to. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's all... It's going to be a billboard hit, guys. You're, you're <laughs> going to see it in a couple of weeks. It's, it's The sooner people realize, and this is what I want every viewer to take home, or if you're listening to this at home, just think about it. it the sooner you get out there and you try whatever you want to do, like the sooner you're going to figure out what you love. Even if like beat making isn't your thing and you just want to try it or, or playing around and making songs aren't your thing and you just want to go out there and try it and you end up hating it with your heart and soul... At least, least you know. know what, yeah. At least you know what isn't your thing. At least you know that Metallica love and um, maracas aren't your thing. That's not your thing. So I, I think I that, think that's just generally good advice for yeah, that's anything, good, it's especially at such a music. pivotal point in our lives here or lives here where we're about to go out and I'm gonna you know be really. Agent. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that. Yeah, but <laughs> no one except for like 
some like uncle that yeah. you're not really friends with. He's kind of like, awkward at parties. He's, he's and awkward. And you think he might wedding, be a pedophile? Too drunk. Yeah. You just got a little bit too drunk at your your uh, your cousin's wedding. He works for Geico, and for some reason, he always finds a way to bring it up. And he always finds it. He always. So yeah, I was helping this guy with his insurance you, you policy don't like him, earlier. But but you kind of have to invite him. You have to him. tolerate him. He won't yeah. get married. Okay, what are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> we just made this whole character up. I had a character I made with some guys in my eighth grade Spanish class. Or... <laughs> and we called him actually. Jackson's kind of who this guy is. No offense, <laughs> Jackson. So except Jackson, actually. Okay, I'll tell the story first. So I'll make more sense. So we made this character of his name was Doug. Douglas, but abbreviated to Doug. Yeah, he prefers to be called Doug. Like, we made this character. Right there. Doug. So, Doug wears fishing shirts everywhere he goes. He, is he Doug, just, like, old? It's like, middle-aged. Oh, yeah, middle-aged, but he's, he's graying already. Yeah, but yeah. He's graying. So, Doug, he's a, he's a little heavier. Oh, poor Doug. But, you know, that's the one thing Jackson that, doesn't have in common. Doug, yeah, that's okay. But, like, Doug yeah. can be heavier, though. Yeah, it's but not, Doug, he, like, him. wears these fishing shirts, right? And he doesn't actually fish. Like, he wears, like, full-on fishing shirts and gear and all that, but he doesn't fish. That's, like, <laughs> that's where That's where he's similar to Jackson, the fact that Jackson does fish, but Doug doesn't. Doug doesn't. They both wear fishing shirts. Yeah, I, I think I got... I think Doug should get some release fishing apparel. I got a plug in right here. My grandfather yeah. actually is a... Uh, he's a cool guy. He's a car... Well, he's retired. But he used to be a car salesman. And he would sell used cars. And sell used cars. And he was really good at it, actually. And and his... He had, like, an addiction to buying and flipping. Like... like he had, like, an addiction... He bought a boat and would keep it for a month. And, like, new fuel, new engine, new this, new that. And then he'd be like, yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. Sell it for two thousand more than he bought it. Buy a boat that was now. There's you know, nothing wrong 6, with 000, that. Buy a boat for eight thousand. So that that's ten thousand. You know what I mean? And and I think that um, shoot, that was his niche. This whole episode's about finding yourself and being true. Is there like a description? That's that you pretty. Can put yeah, on top? I, I, yeah. For the description, <laughs> this is sound really cheesy. It's like a Netflix short film. Bryant and Brian discover their inside true discover each other's insides <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, a little sus bro i don't know about that discover their true mean no, the, discover their niche in this world there, that, by that's discussing a little better various topics like boat selling <laughs> insurance bonding and dog dog Coming i feel like theaters near you the, the whole thing that, right back after these ads the whole thing that set me off there is discover each other's insides bro. that was <laughs> sus as fuck <laughs> Right, and I discovered the true meaning of what it is to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't, I'm just gonna stop there. I don't want you guys to, yeah. have to mute anything out in the in the when you re-listen to this for the editing purposes. Uh, I, it's all off the cuff. Let's I, go. I don't, let's it's everything. It's everything. I, you can't really take the podcast and just cut something out in yeah, the middle of it and awkward. make it sound natural. I was that's watching um, a freestyle, and I don't know what he said, but Thundercat was freestyle rapping. He doesn't normally rap. And he just goes, Kenny Beats, who's the producer that he was free time with, he mm-hmm. goes, Kenny Beats is, like, for at least a good five seconds. Like, I don't know what he said. Probably will never know, but it's the thought that he went on there and just said, like, probably some messed up stuff. He's a, he's five a, seconds, that's, that's a lot, musically that's a, speaking, that is a long time. That's, okay, five seconds, not even musically speaking, five seconds is a long time. It's to enough talk. to make you notice it when you're listening to a song. You're like, "Oh wow, that just got blurred out for a while." I yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Thunder, shout out to Thundercat. Shout out to um. Have you watched the cave? Do you know what the cave is? 
I've not. You should. You'd love it. It's basically um, Kenny Beats, the producer, does a live stream, or, or sometimes he does live stream, sometimes they're pre-recorded, and he basically produces a ten-minute beat and has the artist freestyle over it, and he's got some pretty popular people: Omar Apollo, Thundercat, Ben Staples, um, Denzel Curry, all these really popular rappers and artists, yeah. and they're always just like, they all take it as a joke because. That's what you got to do. And, and um, Kenny Beats is a really weird guy. He's a really weird guy. You can't take anything too seriously, I think. Oh, if you take, once you start... Oh, serious is the worst word. Be, be serious. I hate the word. There's a time and place for it. There's a time and place for being serious. But when you're making music, I think being serious is how you lose creativity. I think if you yeah, aren't you're like gonna, me... You can't... Even if you're too serious, you play it stiffly yeah you know what i'm yeah, saying definitely. you play, the, you oh, play everything the piano, too stiffly too mechanically classical technique revolves around the idea that your wrists are constantly rotating i know that sounds weird but it it, it has classical piano has this idea where if your wrists at all are not moving then you are not playing correctly because the whole time you should be almost like i'm doing this almost circular motion with my wrist right now where you're just you know um, I just hit, I just hit my hat <laughs> on the microphone. You know, you're, it's alright, I do it all the time too. And then, and of course that was with the bass midi, but it's just, it revolves around this idea of moving constantly. And if the minute you get stiff and the minute you don't want to put in Metallica Love with a Maraca, with all this stuff, is the minute that you lose. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. I love making music. Music, it's... It's really good for you, I think. It really enlightens you. That was kind of deep. I feel like yeah. there's... Is there, like, a weird audio thing going on? I think there's, like, a weird echo right now. I yeah. think we can roll with it, though. Yeah, I'm just going to take one ear off while I do this. Yeah, so right now, if you guys can't hear, there's a weird echo going on. Um, I think it's just through the headphone system. Oh, word. That's cool. Yeah, but as I was saying, the minute that you forget about creativity and stay so stiff and caught up with the music, it's the minute you lose these Metallica love things and these maracas. And it's the minute you're going to start thinking about um, too much about the music and less about what you want to make. Too much about you, what the You lose your says. freedom with it almost. Yeah, like, never lose your freedom. You need to feel loose when you're playing it. Let the juice be loose. That's what Logan says. When he's painting, he says, oh, I'm going to paint. The juice is loose. Logan's very talented at painting, too. Yeah, he's, a, he's an artist. He is the truest form. And he'll always say, oh, I'm not... No, I'm not. I mean, he really is, and I. It's I natural for him, almost. Oh yeah, art. Art is something that comes for him so naturally that it's not even like, it's not even like he's doing it because he has to because he's in AP art and AP art history. He's doing it because he loves doing it, and some of his art projects do not follow the parameters. They're just like, he did this one where he had to do his names, and you know how he like did every letter in his name, and instead of doing it like, oh, you know, here's here's my name, and then a picture surrounding it. He did his name out of dots, like pressing his pen or pencil, whatever he used up against the, you know, the, like the canvas, canvas and yeah. taking it off. And I saw it and I was like, dude, you got a lot of dedication. You got a lot of dedication. If, yeah. If you're good at it and you enjoy it, more power to you. More power to you. Um, yeah. I, I, there's this grand piano track that I love to use because it truly sounds like a grand piano. And I think that. I think that I, I would just wish I just wish I would have started making beats and playing classically earlier because I wish I that's had what I time. feel with guitar now every time I pick it up into, you know now that I'm going into like college and stuff I feel like I'm gonna have less time to do all that but uh, moreover I, I think 
with guitar and all that with me i wish i picked it up a little sooner for the main purpose of i would be so much better right now yeah Yeah, for real if i did it since i was six i can only imagine how good i'd be now i'm just now i'm just cringe death Death. No, bro, death. that's so sad. I'm sorry to all the deaf people. If there's any deaf people listening, don't know how you're doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. They're, they're, they're doing it somehow. They're doing it they're, right now with their AirPods. Shout out shoot. to the, shout out to my deaf viewers. Um, I really I respect you guys. I I don't do subtitles, but if you respect. ever need to talk to someone, I don't know sign language, but, but I'll listen. We to got you. Bryant. I know the only sign. Hit them up, guys. The only sign language I know is the Crip Gangs, because <laughs> that's how I'm communicating. I can say that on live. That's how I get shot as soon as I walk out of the studio. Paul I don't think Crips. I don't think anybody's gonna kill you leaving the studio. But <laughs> do you think there's any gangs in Palm Harbor? I don't think so. I feel like if anything, there's just like really wild Republicans who storm the causeway every night. Causeway is a Terrifying. very, it's different when the sun goes down. Yeah. Causeway is just, at this point, I think we can fully get off topic. I think oh, yeah, we, so. music is done. I hate yeah. music, by the way. Fuck music. Wait, I can make that pretty pause. That's what's up. Music gang. Music. <laughs> I hated music in elementary school. That's what Logan did, and now Logan is a prog enthusiast. Dude, yeah, I think it's different when you do something on your own accord, Mm -hmm. and it's not shoved down your throat. Yeah, my mom always wanted to put me, or my mom wanted me to be a lifeguard so badly, and I was like, bro, I do not want to sit in the chair and in the sun. My lifeguard specifically, I'm just curious. I think... Uh, it's okay if you don't, I don't know, know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm sorry everyone the lifeguard is it's kind of out there it for is kind of out there goal. she also wanted me to do insurance bonding which is why i said that as my <laughs> fuck that job she was like if i could go back brian i would be an insurance bonder or if that's even the word and and i was always like mom i never want to do that i i could not ever sit in front i of can tell you right now music is far from insurance, insurance bonding. bonding yeah um Frick insurance bond. If you're an insurance bonder, stop get into watching. Music and stop, stop watching. Stop in bonding insurance. No one cares. Get into. <laughs> I'm sorry. You I'm just sorry. dissed like a whole niche you're right there. That's what I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're gonna have to like mute out everything I say because your podcast is gonna lose like a tenth of its viewers for every sentence that I say. Did you ever see like it was during World War Two in Nazi Germany, like the um. We're really extremely off topic. I promise there's a reason. So in the concentration camps and all that, the unfortunate, you know, people who got stuck in there, they would write letters to their families and all that who were outside of the camps. Mm -hmm. And by the time it went through the processing and all that through the like actual camp and the mail system, you get a letter and it was more omitted black like rectangles over the text than it was letter. There was a book I read last year for AP Lang or Lit, and um, it, was, it was all the light we cannot see. And very good book. Oh, such a good book. And and the one character's dad would write letters back to the to the daughter, 
And I remember there was like a picture of a letter because it wanted to show it and it was just like black and it was like, I love you. And and the rest of it was black. And I was like, whoa, like that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that, that's totalitarianism at yeah, its finest. Right that's how there. it is. That's how it would be sometimes. It is what it, it is. is. I think a lot about how much society has pro- progressed since then and how like of all the time periods we could have lived in we live in this time period where i don't have to be a well shoot i don't have to be a blacksmith because we don't live in the renaissance era. Yeah, i don't think we need swords we that need much swords. anymore I mean, like, unless it, you're it, like an anime enthusiast it would, be, it would be cool to have a sword. neck beard not even like an a katana but like a great sword from skyrim <laughs> <laughs> one of the two-handed ones it's a home you... invasion the guy's got a gun you come out with a great sword i'm sorry but if if you if That's i'm menacing your home and you come out with a great sword great sword, great I'm sword running, like i'm fleeing the country because you will that would be terrifying imagine you break into a guy's house you're halfway through taking his tv he comes out of the bedroom with a sword. Double like, king. That's like some Kill Bill shit right there. Great swords. Great. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I don't have to follow this sort of path of being whatever my dad was. or, or Yeah, you don't have to like carry on a lineage that yeah, way. Yeah, I can just do whatever I want to do. I can... I can make music. If you want to make swords, you can make swords. That's what's up. You ever seen that it's, Blacksmith's TV show? I have not... For they, everyone they, they just make I feel like I'm just telling people to like be on stuff, like listen I'm to this stuff. artist. I'm stuff. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I keep telling people to listen to this artist or do this thing because that's pop culture. And I feel yeah. like part of pop culture is people doing what they love. And because of that, they create the new norm for popular culture. And, um,. You have to write a doctoral thing. thesis on that. Yeah, I think a lot of I think a lot of pop music is the either the pop music style that's for money, which is what you'll see on the radio, or the pop culture music. And that's like a lot of anime is getting into pop culture now with a lot of artists liking it. And and I've watched anime before because I wanted to be informed about pop culture. Like I wouldn't say I'm like the biggest anime fan. I've watched a few animes. I grew up on uh, Dragon Ball Z and Toonami as a kid, yeah. watching Digimon and stuff. And yeah, I, I was never shit. really into the anime stuff. I, I never I, really did it I for me. I loved it. I loved it as a kid. I loved po- old Pokemon as a kid and old Digimon. And uh, there was this one I watched. Uh, Fighting Foodons was what it was called. Where the food, you make a dish so good that it becomes alive and then it fights like Pokemon. Dude, I, like, I even said that wrong. I was just baffled. How high do you have to be to think of that? Fighting Foodons, shout out. I don't know. It was good. Uh, fried Ricer was the main character's food on. Uh, <laughs> fried Ricer. He was Fried Ricer. There was this... Uh, there was a lot of weird stuff on the show. There was a lot of... Shoot, but the food looked good. I think mm. a lot of... I love cooking shows. I've watched cooking shows before I go to sleep. Or not like before I go to sleep, but like white noise when I go to sleep. Yeah. I'll put on... I'll turn my TV on and shoot chopped airs until like four in the morning. Sometimes I'll wake up for school and chopped on and I'm feeling good. Yeah, I mean, I've listened to a lot of, well, not so much podcasts when you're trying to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. I don't know, that doesn't really do it for me, but... I think too much. I think too much about it. Except for Duncan Trussell's. I think Duncan Trussell has this meditation podcast, and I think it's one of the best podcasts out there because it just talks about 
meditation and I, I meditate I, I don't know if you've ever meditated it's just like once in the blue moon like it's just like sometimes if i get too stressed out taking five minutes to like yeah that that's when i'll do it but i very seldom get that stressed yeah you know what i mean and and taking that five minutes to just breathe is what i love to do i, I love it so much because it's it's fun you know what i mean like it's sometimes yeah your energy it really is a balance of energy and you if your energy gets too negative you have to bring it back into the positive. Word you have to balance that's, it. That's right there. That's deep. Every, everything is push-pull. Everything. Making music is everything, push-pull. Yeah. Um, and just as much as you want to have a clear mind when you go in to take a test or, you know, all this stuff, it's it's the same thing as when you're making music. You don't want to have that influence from another yeah. thing. Or, you know, if you get cut off on the way to your SAT, you don't want to the whole time in the reading section. Damn, I wish I would have rear-ended that that bitch you know what i mean <laughs> you don't want to think about that so same with music is push and pull you don't want to be thinking about you know oh what's 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 popular right now you want to be thinking about what sounds do i want to make that's what the positive positivity comes from it yeah they say one of the worst things you can do is let five negative seconds of your day affect the, the rest day. of it Straight yeah up. you can't let like a bad vibe ruin the whole day it's it's bad when I do performances and stuff, or when I go into audition for stuff, I do this thing where essentially I place my hands up like this and I just sit wherever I'm sitting. And I like to feel myself in the moment. I like to feel the center of my hands and feel the inside of my hands and think my hands are right now in the moment. And then I go to my arms and then my whole body. And finally I feel myself in the moment and I'm ready to go perform. Because I performance is connecting with yourself and, and making a fake character as real as possible. Somebody who was written on a piece of paper, making them real. So by being in the moment and knowing what you have to say, you can create this sort of beautiful character that, um, shoot, that'll get me into shows and every show's yeah, a paycheck. That's so. what I've always respected about theater and mm-hmm. all that is there's such an art, there's such a skill behind being up there on the stage. Yeah. And I, I don't mean this in a negative way, but you're pretending to be somebody who you're not. And yeah. that takes a lot if done in a positive way. A lot, of, a lot of my theater experience has been me essentially finding things that I do and putting them in the characters. There's a lot of times when I'll be doing something and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I want to do this. And then after rehearsing it and practicing it 60 times, I'm like, hmm, doesn't stick. Back to that Velcro wall analogy. Sometimes yeah. things will stick for a second and, they'll, you know, you'll have to come up with a new idea. And that's art right there. That's art. That's at the bottom of the or the bottom line, bottom of the day, end of the day. <laughs> bottom of the day. I've heard that day, one At the before. end of the day when it all boils down to whatever it is. Art is finding what you love and being able to make what you love. It's creation. Word up. That's deep. <laughs> Shout out to the camera. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that tripod over there. It's not the best tripod, but I think it's doing all right. I sure. like it. I think. I, think I tried. I've really been trying to do the video for a while now. But like on YouTube. Yeah, but the thing is, I want to get two different angles, like flip it when somebody talks and HBHD style. Yeah, I was gonna do. Joe um, yeah, I was gonna do it with my Canon camera. Right. And the first episode I did, it died. So. That's what happened to me. I um I wanted to film me making music one day, and about thirty minutes in, my Canon camera was like, "Hey, um, or no, I have a Nikon." It was like, "Hey, by the way, um, no." I was like, 
cool. Yeah, the battery just died in the middle of it. And I don't even think it died. Fun. I think it just shut off because it was like, oh, I think he's, you know, he's just made this 30-minute video and the field of view hasn't changed at all. Like, I think we, like, <laughs> I think we need to shut ourselves off. And I was like, no, nah, I don't do that. It's like, are you still watching Netflix? No nah, man, I'm piping your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know what else. That's what I. That's what I'm saying about like music and stuff. It, it really is. It really, it really is sitting and trying for three hours to realize that nothing works, and then in that fourth hour, you've just found your your thing. Usually, when you try something a little different, it does it. Like. If you keep trying the same thing over and over again, it's never going to work. That's insanity. That's the yeah. definition. I, I think about that quote a lot because the definition of insanity is doing something over and over again and repeating that process. And and that's like that's so true. That's so deep. And I know that sounds so fake, like pseudo deep me being yeah. like, that's so deep, man. But, you know, the more you, if you, if something's not working in anything you do, anything, not just music, if something's not working. I, I see it in my life every day. Yeah, why would you keep going with it? Yeah, what you think something is suddenly gonna change? No way. No. Things only change when you put your effort into it, and and yeah. I realize that. Or if you take your effort away from it as well, mm-hmm. it depends on the situation. I realized over quarantine. I feel like I matured a lot over quarantine because I realized that I, as a person, function better when I'm doing my own thing and being able to do my own thing, and um. You know, I, I kind of took music seriously. Now that I want to go to college, I had always taken it seriously and I'd always practiced. You elevated it. I though. elevated it by not only practicing, but understanding why. And, and when I played piano, I wouldn't just play because that's what the notes said. I would play because, you know, what key are we in? What do these chords... What does it all mean? What does it mean? Yeah, yeah. what does it mean? That's, that's when I think I, I think I became... I think I've been a musician. I think I became an artist you know, over quarantine because I, I found a love for it and I just kind of, I, I can't, I can't, I physically cannot do anything else. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think I was put on this planet by whatever higher power to make. <laughs> We're music. getting into the religious talks we are now, getting guys. Deep. We're getting I, deep. I kind of, I've heard your other episodes and sometimes there's jokes and stuff and I was like, you know, what? I want to talk just like from the heart. You know what I mean? Like I just want to yeah. talk about what I want to talk about. I think that's a lot of what we did today. That is all we did today. How much time do we have left? Are we almost we, out? We got 20 more minutes. We got so 20 more minutes. Yet. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's let's play some songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's the deepest thing you can think of right now? Um, deepest thing if off the top of your head. The song is pretty deep. I just came up with that. No, I'm just kidding. I've I'm been working cry. on that for a while. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Oh, no. Um, what else? And, and this, is how I, this is how I produce... Is I just kind of nope. Yeah, you see what I mean. Like I played this note to make a chord, and I was like, I didn't like that at first. So I switched it you up to adjust the, it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I switched it, and I just moved up a step to. Like I like that sound. That's like a, I don't know. That was cool, but um, and it's all just finding what works. Yeah, it's it is push and pull. A lot of so much of it's push and pull. Oh yeah, and and the sooner you realize what you love in life, the sooner you're gonna have um, an easier time balancing that push and pull. Yeah. I don't know what I'm playing right now. Yeah. Some good improv.
No! Oh, I tried to octave down it. That was me being that was me being stupid. Alright. Sounded um, alright. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I um the hardest part about this is these two octave down buttons right here. Um they're very hard to go. You know? And um these drum pads are sick. I don't have drums hooked up to them right now, but um they're all velocity based. If anyone wants to buy this off of me, <laughs> buy it for this I'm gonna sell it to you for the same price as in like a newer model of it. So then I buy the newer model and you can have this. <laughs> <laughs> you, you pay twice as much and pay twice as much you get half the product. And you get half the product. That's what's up. It's they have a word for that. It's highway robbery. So if any of you guys I are interested, I just call it business. <laughs> <laughs> I just made. You'll probably see that in a video. So I just made. Just pointed and winked at the camera. <laughs> but um, he rips people off for fun, guys. Not for fun. I do it as I. I do it religiously. <laughs> Religiously, every night before he goes to bed. Every night before I go to bed, I scam someone of <laughs> shoes. Yeah, you know, or do you remember that time I got scammed for shoes? I posted on that story. I, I was like, Oh yeah, I do remember yeah, that. He was actually. like, Yeah, all you have to pay is shipping, man. And he, I was like, How much shipping? And he was like, Twenty bucks. You don't even know where I live. He was like, Dude, just give me twenty dollars. I was like, Bro, pause. What are you talking? Wasn't about? it like if you got a certain amount I had of to likes get or something? Likes in three days, and I got it within the first three hours. Uh-huh. Because I just had everyone share it and I won and I was so excited and all of a sudden the guy was like Ben mow me twenty dollars and I was like why shipping but you don't know where I live what if shipping's more what if you're you know what if you're all the way in Oregon and I'm in Florida dude just Ben mow me twenty dollars do you want the shoes or not and I was like bro leave me alone <laughs> yeah no that's <laughs> that's, so, that's you, that's, you that can see through that BS yeah that voice us yeah and that. You kind of have to respect how genius it is to scam somebody that mm-hmm. way from an outside perspective, obviously. The fact that you're promoting them. Yeah. You're promoting your scam operation by posting it. I don't agree with and scamming. And they're getting paid. I, I don't agree with it at all. I, don't, I think scamming, scamming and scum are practically the same word. I don't agree with scamming. I don't think that that's a lucrative business. I don't think anyone should scam. I think it's just not cool, man. Just go work. Go work. Get a job. Get a job, bro. Get a job, man. And, um, but shoot, like he, he was, he had good quality. I bet they were all hurt his shoes. Cause he only had like 16 posts. He was probably a yeah. sneaker head. He probably loved what he was doing and he, he needs to get more, you know, he needed to get, he he's got to up the fix the addiction that he had the, the void in his heart. He's got to fill it with shoes. Yeah. I, I, um, the other day I was, I, I was looking at shoes and I, I saw this video of Kanye West but uh, he basically was there was like a construction site and he took off his shoes to walk through the construction site. And I've never really been like, wow, that's stupid because I like Kanye. Yeah. But as soon as I saw that, I immediately thought, wow, that's stupid. Why would you like when did shoes give, like evolve from being these things that were meant they're to They're too your vanity feet? now. They're too vanity. They're way too vanity. <laughs> they're, they're too... Uh, too like oh i gotta wear my shoes gotta my gucci shoes like you know the sneaker meetups i i haven't heard of those enlighten me please oh my god sneaker meetups people will go to hang out with people and essentially bring shoes to trade but it's all (laughs) like it's all like they play music and they like get all dressed up and stuff and they're like and they're just trading shoes they're just trading shoes and and most of the time the shoes that they're trading are like thirty thousand dollars but they're they aren't thirty thousand like good 6, lord 000. yeah they're like expensive shoes but they're just like solid blue shoes 
or like I remember this weird one I saw. It was solid blue in the same. It was almost a converse, like a high top converse, solid blue where the cloth would be, and then on the rubber was like a bright orange with a blue mm-hmm. stripe. And I was like, when did they put the price up? They put the price up, and it was literally like over a thousand. And I was like, that is not worth it. Acceptable. At all. That isn't acceptable. Yeah. That is like pure that is like consumeris- consumerism mentality, like making and buying something not because it's cool not because it's you know interesting but because it's like you know someone will buy it you know someone who has a crippling addiction they're looking more at the resale value that's what's up he probably has only worn those once some shoes are just ugly some shoes are just ugly some i'm sorry but i will never like loafers i will wear the death loafers but i will never feel good wearing them I, i stick with vans pretty much I wear uh, a lot of the Uniformly. time at home. I wear my loaf, like I wear a pair of loafers. I wear some <laughs> a white tank top, white beater, and then like gray sweats. And I'm like, that's that's it. That's my fit for the day. And and my mom fit for today. I was wearing that a few days ago, and my mom walked in the house early from work, and she's like, "Why are you wearing that?" I was like, "What do you mean?" She was like, "You look like you're about to go smoke a cigar and hit your children." And I was like, <laughs> "Bro, chill out, chill." <laughs> whatever mom i just don't i just let me wear what i wear but um i like fashion i think i think i think i don't i don't know a lot of people think fashion and femininity feminine femininity yeah that one yeah like are <laughs> hand in hand but i think like dressing up and like looking cool and like you have yeah you have to cool. know how to dress you got it i didn't respect it earlier but until recently i've really yeah understood it and how it how much of a difference it means to know how to dress well well, it's like we have these dress up days at school and kids will wear the they'll wear like blue pants white t-shirt brown belt black shoes and like a golden watch and it's just like who dressed you like it's it's literally like you don't you don't look like you're wearing shoe or like wearing clothes because that's like supposed to be the dress up day you look like you found the most expensive items in your closet and just put them on yeah, and, and it's weird. Like I wish more people knew how to dress because you know the saying. Like, so much dress, of it, it's just matching yeah. your colors. That's oh, really yeah. all it is. You just have to know how things match, and you can and, dress um, pretty much. You know, like people talk a lot, like, about, and I, I think that uh, you gotta have the designer brands. You know, you gotta have designer. Not you really don't. You uh, really, I know you'll enjoy this. Aaron told me about this. So apparently, some kid posts on a snap story, like literally. It, it, you can't make this kind of shit up mm-hmm. first one he said like posts a picture of all the supreme shit he just dropped it was like over a grand God, God. very next snap ayo can somebody scoop that's that's it that, like that's, that's exactly what it is i hate supreme clothing because it's like that little I, red rectangle that says supreme is inherently more than like my embroidered shirt like you know what i yeah. mean like People like, will. People how do you get to the point where you spend over a grand on shoes or clothes and all that in one sitting regularly to the I'll point spend, where you don't yeah. have a car and you have to ask somebody to no. pick you up? I'll spend like $60 on my Vans because the $60 slip on Vans are the way to go. They're, oh, absolutely. Such yeah. good quality shoes. They last you literally like a lifetime. If you clean them regularly too, yeah. after wearing them, they will last so much longer than you think. And then I'll spend like sub 100 on like running shoes because like everyone needs a good pair of running shoes yeah absolutely I mean, they're just athletic shoes in yeah general. just athletic shoes in general and then i so bought like you can run a mile in bands that you're gonna hurt yeah you're gonna need so much pain and then i bought um pain pain, pain period it's <laughs> pain and then i bought um like Bur- like fake burks because i didn't want to spend 120 dollars on yeah. real burks but i bought the fake ones because like 
as much as Burks are like a stupid shoe that kind of look like a Jesus sandal, they really do help your arches. They really do. Do they? I, I'm not. A you Burks like? Style. I honestly like. I told Josh to get a pair, and he ended up. Like I told him to get one, and then Jonathan got one, and then I told Logan to get some because they're just like, they're like the healthiest shoe you can buy because it's like literally a sandal with like amazing arch support. So that's just how it is. That like I just love. You know, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I don't really like the Jesus look. It isn't. It isn't the and girls can get away with it, but dudes, you look it. like Jesus if you're wearing. You do look it. like Jesus. I think it. I think it. Like it's only like a thing where if I'm going to run to the bank or like to go pick up, you know what I mean. Like it's not like a. I'm not gonna incorporate that in my outfit, but I'm gonna if I'm running to the bank or I'm going it's, to public. It, I think it's like slides. I would oh, never I like slides. dress with slides, but if I'm just going, <laughs> I know, I know. Maybe I was. I wouldn't wear slides to present yeah. myself or even if I was going somewhere going where out. I knew, yeah, I wouldn't wear slides, but if it's like, oh shit, I gotta go to the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, I gotta go pick up milk for my mom. Yeah, I, okay, <laughs> throw the slides on, that's fine. I don't care. Slides or I, are so bad. If I'm going somewhere, I don't care about how I look or I don't need to look good where I'm going. Like if I'm going to buy olive oil from Publix like yeah. I was two weeks ago, I throw on my work shoes, which or my old ass vans. Yeah. Literally, the canvas is peeling off. <laughs> I just throw those on. I'm like, yeah, that's just... that's spirit though. Yeah. That's cool. That's it's cool to have vans like that. I've got a I got a pair of vans like that, or not vans, Converse that I've had since like eighth grade year that still fit me. And um, I have like I I took a a sharpie and wrote a smiley face on the side of both of them, and and I was like, this is artsy. It was not artsy. It was just stupid. And um, I'm I'm not not to like call anybody out or diss anybody but i don't know man i just i don't get why girls will magic marker their yeah, shoes really i don't really that. see it. I, I saw some girl i i do like if you buy white vans and then design on them i think that's really cool i just never really understood i saw this one um it, it wasn't even a shoe it was like a it was almost like a purse like a, a purse like but it wasn't it was one of those tiny backpacks and the style of it was it looked like it was old. I'll never really understand that, like, savvy or savvy chic sort of look where it's, like, old but looks good. Yeah. I'll, I'll never really understand that because I feel like, I don't know, it's just a weird style to, you know, be, go off of. So when people buy things, clothing that are, like, it looks like it's been drawn on or, like, purposefully torn, aside from ripped jeans because that's, like, a legitimate fashion. Yeah. But um, when people do that, I'm always just kind of, like, weird choice. That's your thing, though. And it, yeah. and it all ties in to finding your thing. <laughs> you gotta I don't find know how the much niche, time guys, we have left. And... But if I could leave anyone off with anything, I feel like this was a pretty deep episode. We, we talked a lot about, you know, living and finding yourself. If I could leave anyone off with anything. I think I'll let you have it, too. So. Yeah, oh, you let's want, go. Do you want to do our outro this Let's go. Uh, sure. I don't know how the outro goes. Right, go ahead. You're, you're theater. You should be able to improv it. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so... Again, thank you for having me. It was like so much fun. I we kind of this was one of the best conversations I've had by far. Word so. up, gang. Word up. I just you know I have struggled on the struggle bus, you know, <laughs> with music and finding my thing in school. And I think that it all boils down at the end of the day to doing what you love. So if if you do what you love and you find what you love, like doing podcasts and writing songs and performing, at the end of the day, if you're doing what you love. Yeah, even if you don't know what you love yet, if you don't know, get out there and you know. Get out there and do it. Do try everything. Try try everything. Yeah. Something will stick. I will never understand the people who are like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to try it. Like, just try everything. Go, go to Sam Ash and try to play guitar. Bang on the drums or shoot, go press the keys or bang on a flute. 
I don't even know if you can bang on the flute, but rock on that flute, man. Rock on that recorder. Rock on that ocarina. (laughs) (laughs) Play the triangle if you need to. Do whatever you want to do. Figure it out. Find what you love and just be happy with yourself. Because at the end of the day, when it all boils down and and when when shit hits the fan, who's going to be the last person alive? It's going to be you. Because... That's how That's it is. what I've who's, always told people. Who's got to be the happiest? You're the you most your consistent person in your life. You're Word the up. only person in your life who's there from start to finish. Word up. At the end of the day, make yourself happy before you do anything and find what you love. Brian out. Peace out, gang. All right. Thank you. Thank you yeah, so much for course. having me. Thank you. Very good this week. Uh, thank you to everyone <laughs> listening at home and all that. I hope you enjoyed this one as much as I did. Um, I don't know who I have on next week. I have to look at the schedule, but I think Brian just set the. Bar very high. For Word up, guest. baby. Word up. <laughs> All right. <Check> me out. <laughs>